0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Freckled Foodie and Friends, a podcast focused on making healthy living approachable, hosted by yours truly, Cameron Rogers. Hello, everyone. Oh, my mic just went out. Hello, everyone. I am not at Samsung and not at my apartment, but I'm actually in my parents' bedroom in Florida. And... For those of you who are listening to this as a podcast on Wednesday, I have temporarily relocated to Florida for kind of the foreseeable future right now, um, given everything that is happening with the coronavirus. And because of that, I think we're all in this really weird place where no one knows how to handle this. And we're all looking for a sense of community, which is why I wanted to do a live Instagram podcast. Um, we'll see how this goes. I'm hoping it'll go well. I'm actually like so nervous, which is weird. I've never been nervous for anything before in terms of Freckle foodie in my life. So bear with me. Um, as I just mentioned on the IG live, people are going to submit questions. I'm going to read them aloud and then answer them on here and kind of have like a conversation with the people on Instagram live and then this podcast for people to reference and listen to later. The first question is, how much has Charlie helped you during this time? I cannot stress enough how much he has changed my life. I know I talk about it a lot, but my friend Molly Lucas, who's formerly was Khalifa, hi Molly if you're watching, um, joked that emotional support animals are like the true champions of 2020 and it could not be more of a true statement. I personally had a lot of anxiety around all of this coronavirus. It hit basically all of my anxiety triggers. And I unfortunately had two to three panic attacks last week. Um, and just having him has given this sense of like, everything will be okay. And I know it sounds so weird, but I think it's the same way with children. Like they just don't know what's going on. They're so oblivious to it all. And they live in this blissful life of, I wake up, I go to the bathroom, I eat and life goes on. And I think it's a nice reminder that life can be very simple. Um, I think Lucy's joining us. Hi, Luce. That life can be very simple, but also just like his cuddling. I, I, I can't even explain it enough. Last night, he does not sleep in our bed because New York City kind of like grosses me out of them being on the streets and then getting bed with us. Joe's also kind of allergic to dogs. So he's a shedding dog and it's not the smartest thing. But last night I was like, Joe, I need I need, need the extra comfort. And he laid there in my arms under the covers and I went to bed crying because it made me so freaking happy. To everyone waving on I Do Live, I want to wave back, but I'm trying to scroll to see other questions. Emily Brett, I love you. Um, okay. Thank you for promoting responsible behaviors and sharing what works for you to manage your anxiety. You're so welcome. Um, I did, I'm not going to lie. I got like a lot of mixed feedback on the content I was posting and some pretty hurtful messages that caused me to have a total breakdown and hysterically cry in my bedroom for an hour. But I also think a, at this time, like people need to realize that, all emotions are heightened um, when there's a lot of fear. I think whether it's fear or stress or whatever it is, we just get angry. And I don't think that's where we should turn right now. I think if ever there's a need for community and love and comfort, it's right now. So, I tried to share as much as I possibly could. I think, you know, unfortunately I can't please everyone and that's really hard for me, but I definitely, definitely wanted to encourage people to not be spending time socializing. And, you know, we got to Florida on Friday morning and I haven't left like this, like compound that my parents live in since we got here. And I know I'm very privileged to have a house to retreat to so that I'm not in my New York apartment and I'm forever grateful for that. But I really do think it's important no matter where you are to stay inside. I mean, now we're being forced to. So thank God. Um, Lucy, Kristen wants you to come say hi. How do you handle people trying to talk about this when you really just don't want to? So uh, Lucy, hello. Um, I struggled with that a lot in the beginning phase of coronavirus, when like the media was really, really, it was like hysteria of it coming to the US. And I think it was like on Monday or Tuesday, I just absolutely broke it down. That's when I had the aforementioned panic attacks. A lot of it was because of the media, but also my group texts, it was just nonstop. And I have a chat with my amazing team, if any of them are on here. And we talk about this a lot of how I'm always asking, how is everyone doing during this time? Like, can I help you with anything? Can we help each other? And we talked about how do we ask people to stop talking about it? And I think what I've said is, when it's come up, A, I told my group text like you can keep talking about it, but I'm exiting the conversation. But B, if someone directly texts you, just say, listen, I'm really not emotionally able to have this conversation right now. And I prefer if we stop talking about it. You're not being ignorant to the situation. It's not like you're going clubbing and ignoring that coronavirus is happening, but you have to put your mental health first. And that is a big fear of mine is that everything that's happening with this is really gonna impact people's mental health between the fear and the anxiety and also then the loneliness that might endure from like social distancing. So I think we really need to make that a priority. And if it's you separating yourself from conversations, then like you have to do that. Um, (laughs) Emily, thank you. I know I'm podcasting my parents' bedroom. I asked them to not come in, but this is like the only one that has a desk. Um, you do such a splendid job on your cooking shows. Keep it up. Thank you so much. Um, Freckled food, you Do That Ish has been so much fun. And I'm going to oh my God. And I'm gonna keep doing them every Monday. Someone invited mom and asked to be a part of my live. Can I do that? I'm gonna say yes, but I don't know if she's gonna if it's gonna happen. All right, well, mom, you might be joining us. Um, would you feel comfortable sharing the negative feedback you received? Maybe this will help us. Mom, you're mom. You're on front of everyone. (laughs) All right. I'll close you out. I'll close you out. (laughs) Oh, that was too fucking good. Oh my God. Lucy, did you see what she was just doing? Okay. Anyway, luckily she was closed. Okay, would you feel comfortable sharing the negative feedback you received? Maybe this will help us all in terms of how we talk to each other. Uh, yeah, I will. I, I have mixed opinions on this because I don't want to like give them the satisfaction of me caring that much. However, I don't really mind sharing with you all. Um, there was one specific one that was just really long, and it was a majority, I can just say, um, were saying that I'm tone deaf and... I am so privileged, it's painful to watch. And I think it affected me so much because it's something I'm very sensitive over. I know I've talked about that in recent episodes. Um, I never will deny the privilege I have. I think I'm very open of like stating it and acknowledging it and being grateful for it. But there's also like, at, there comes a point where there's nothing I can do about it if that's my life that my parents have fortunately graced me with and that's the case and you know my friend sari said it best like if there's a plant and you have the access to water it and put it in sunlight and maybe it flourishes in a different way like why wouldn't you water it and put it in sunlight so i came to florida i know that kind of i think stirred a little bit of anger in people, I which I don't owe, totally think is fair because I don't think if I went home to New Jersey, people would have said any of those things. And this is just where my parents live right now. Um, I think there's also a little bit of a mix up because technically my family is on vacation. Um, we canceled our trip and everyone still kept their paid time off. And so they just relocated the vacation to here. And who knows how long we'll freaking be here for, but that vacation will end very abruptly on Friday. Um, but it was mainly around that. And someone called Charlie a designer, emotional support animal, to which I responded that it just proves that Puerto Rican street dogs are the cutest dogs out there because he's anything but designer. Elizabeth and Deanna, I love that you're having conversations in here. Um, Mom, if you're listening to this, everyone really, really enjoyed that. Uh, Amy is dancing, but we can't see you all right now I'm like catching up on all of these comments it's all my friends okay if anyone has any more comments or questions I can keep answering otherwise we can just keep talking about coronavirus which I don't want to do Lucy what should I talk about so <laughs> embarrassing. give me a question okay I just want a question or anyone in there you can give more questions mom's so embarrassing you're hilarious Um, I think I can just talk a little bit more about like what I'm planning to provide content wise during coronavirus. I really want to use this platform in a helpful and educational way in some terms because I do think that, you know, it's part of our responsibility of using an audience if you have one to spread important information. Um, But I don't want to like bog you guys all down with the news. I don't know if that's the right word Um, because we're all getting enough of it. And I think it's pretty anxiety inducing and sad, but I also want to use this as a space for you to like get some sense of normalcy and escape everything that's going on. So I'm going to continue my Monday do that ish episodes, Thursdays, vlogs, I did vlog a day in the life of Cindy. Um, I need to edit it and see whether I'm going to release it. And if so, if it'll be this week, because I kind of think it's just going to start more tone deaf information and feedback. Um, But all that said, I also have ideas of like doing live cooking. So stay tuned because I want to provide you guys with stuff. How do you, okay, I know I'm reading. How do you handle all the news right now and balance staying informed but not being overwhelmed? Um, I highly recommend finding sources that you trust and you actually appreciate. So for me, the New York times daily briefing has been a really big game changer. I think it really encapsulates all of the big news that goes on around the world and not just coronavirus wise. I read it every morning. Um, but for me, it's a good way of when I wake up after I meditate, because otherwise I just get very overwhelmed. Um, I'll go through it. And read, and I kind of get like a quick synopsis on what's happening everywhere, and I think it's especially helpful right now because I don't want to be on the news all day long. I think it would really stir a panic in me. I turned off all my like news notifications at this time, but in the mornings, it's a really good kind of quick synopsis, and I think they're actually doing a free subscription to it right now, and there's a specific one for coronavirus, so I would highly recommend doing that that way, I'm informed and not overwhelmed. Who are some upcoming podcasts that we can expect guest-wise? Let me tell you, Deanna. um, This Friday is my facialist, Pacific Dutch New York City, who is amazing. So that'll be this Friday. Then Brianna Thompson is next week, the week after, who is the founder of Spiked Spin, a spin studio in Brooklyn. And while that's why she originally came on, we have like a very candid conversation about so much more mainly about, like, race and how our lives right now are, you know, it, it was really me being, like, I grew up in such a freaking white world, like, I'm now really making an effort to surround myself with more people than just people that look exactly like me. Um, after that, Julia, if she's still on here, she's on because I really wanted to give you guys someone who's still in the working corporate industry, like, day desk job to talk about everything she's going through and how she maintains a balanced lifestyle. Charlie, I don't know if you guys can hear that, but he's going wild in the background. Um, then Lisa from The Well Necessities, and then Wen Ying, who's the founder of Local Roots, and then Eric Posner, who's the founder of Swerved, which is another spin studio, and then my two best friends from home, Amy and Lizzie. And then I really need to like figure out what I'm going to do about guests, because I don't know what the future holds, so it might be a lot of solo episodes in which I need help because I need you guys to give me topics to talk about. What do you cook when you're too lazy to spend any time cooking a meal? Cauliflower and yuki, spinach, and tomato sauce. Honestly, it's the easiest thing. You take it right out of the freezer and you put it on a skillet with some ghee, butter, or olive oil. Cook it for like seven to 10 minutes. Mix in some spinach and it sautés in a few minutes and then rouse homemade tomato sauce and then add cheese. And it's pretty much... Whoa, voice crack uh, pretty much a weeknight staple in our apartment um what should we be doing right now jules i love you um social distancing like i cannot stress enough how important these two weeks are i mean i'm no doctor or scientist or like anyone that has a lot of education on this but based on what i've been reading i think these two weeks are the most important because it's a Chance that some of us have it and are asymptomatic and if we're out and clubbing and doing whatever and going to packed bars then we could be spreading it to all those people and it just then could potentially spread like wildfire. So I really think it's important to just bunker down and hang out at home. Oh, Joe. Joe's trying to call me. Come on, bro. You know I'm doing this. Um, what fun things are you cooking during this time? So I've, I'm. I'm interested in this whole situation because we're very lucky that in this like community there is like a golf club and like a beach club and they are catering basically to all of the elderly here because it's a lot of old people and with the expectation that they aren't able to go grocery shopping they are sending out a menu every day that you can order from and then you drive up and they like give it to you so you don't have to like be around anyone. We've currently been doing a lot of that because my honest fear is that that's not going to be an option for much longer. So we want to kind of hold off on using the groceries that I purchased until that's done. But I am going to be doing like a pantry focused taco Tuesday bowl tomorrow. I'm thinking about going live to do it with you all, but I also want to record it as a do that ish. So I'm trying to figure out how to do both. Um, but I think utilizing any like pantry items or f- you can, people still have access to fresh vegetables. So I would honestly just say doing a lot of your regular cooking right now and then if there ever comes a chance, and I'm not saying there is, I'm not trying to instill fear, where we're relying simply on pantry items, I would say lots of like yummy pasta bowls and quinoa bakes, um, tons of that kind of stuff. Like I'm a big bowl bake person. I want to just compile everything. In cities where there aren't government, and oh, that's still Julia's questions. Um, How are supermarkets down there? Still crazy here in New York so our supermarkets are fine down here. Um, they're obviously out of the necessities that everyone's looking for, like Clorox and Purell. I, I think that's like a nationwide thing, but I wanted to record it to show you guys that it was fine. But then I also didn't really feel like that was appropriate. I don't love the hysteria of all of the empty grocery stores being shown on Instagram. Cause I kind of think it's just instilling more fear in my opinion. Um, but ours are fine, and I, I feel, I hope that New York will be okay, grocery store-wise. I just think a lot of people are going to grab the necessities right now. What are some of the top ways to build community for those that don't have a platform? Mom, that's a really good question. Um, I would say, she's trying to become famous, Lucy says. Um my friend, for instance, Rebecca did an amazing job where I think you have to find your niche and your hobby. So for her, it's movies. Her and her husband like know everything there is to know about movies and they love them. So they created a quarantine movie of the day club where they just started with friends, but then they told their friends to send to other people. I posted it on here. Some of my friends on that have platforms posted about it. And I think they're now up to like 600 people on the email list, but They're sending out a different movie every single day and then like doing like a small recap the next day. So honestly, like MailChimp and email blast, but figuring out what your hobby is and what you want to like create a community around and then use your current community. We all have people in our lives to then help spread like wildfire. All right. Charlie's biting my feet. Come on, buddy. Um, when do you think things will return to normal? Oh God, I wish I had an answer. That's literally the fear of the unknown is really hard for me. So I have no clue. How would you compare your life now as a blogger versus your corporate job in terms of overall happiness and fulfillment? Um, oh, thank you for the kind comment. So I think it's, it's really interesting for me when I think about it. And I've been thinking about it a lot recently because I know I would be really, really struggling right now if I was still at my corporate job because trading floors are not ones that are going to implement work-from-home measures until they're absolutely required to. And I would have a hard time being in an office right now. Um, Overall, happiness, I'm much happier now. And that's not throwing shade at my old job. I actually loved it for a good amount of time. But it just catered to parts of me that weren't great. It made me like extremely more anxious. It made me more quick triggered. It made me have no patience. And a lot of people are able to do the job and not act like that, but I was not. And I noticed it was affecting my mental health a lot and my relationships with other people. Even like when I would have a conversation with my mom, I'd be like, mom, you have to freaking talk faster. You're talking too slow. Um, That's just a very quick example but I think right now my happiness is definitely higher fulfillment it's like not even comparable I feel so much more fulfilled doing this than I did with my old job I will say though there are still things about my old job that I do miss Um, I miss structure sometimes I really miss the team and community like I was the person that would go into work every day and be like hey what did everyone do last night what are we doing tonight I knew everything about everyone in our group so I miss that Um, I know I like have a sense of a larger community, but I'm talking to the camera. It's not like other people are talking to their camera back to me, if that makes sense. Also the things like, I mean, the pay was awesome. And like the opportunity to be able to leave my work and actually leave it. Now I feel like I never turn off, which is hard. Rachel, Cindy was on, you missed her. She accidentally joined this live. What are your favorite comfort foods that you turn to eating during stressful times? Elizabeth, you know, this answer is ice cream. Um, ice cream, any sweets? I mean, I turn to them during happy times as well, and like everyday times. But stress, hundred percent, that is my answer. How do I stop eating all my boxes of World Scouts cookies during this quarantine time? I saw a really funny meme of like a Barbie. It was like before quarantine, and then like ten size bigger after quarantine. Someone asked me how I don't snack all day when I work from home. And I think what has helped me is like implementing meal times. So if I look at my schedule and I'm like, okay, if I'm eating breakfast at eight and then I'm working and lunch is at one and I'm working and then dinner's at 637 because I like an early dinner, I know those are my meal times, And then if I'm hungry in between them, I will snack. But the big difference is going to the kitchen and opening a bag of something and just snacking and snacking and snacking or bringing the bag with you to the desk or a box of Girl Scout cookies and eating them while you're working. If you instead like, I don't mean, what's the word when you like, Lucy put out like a small amount of something? You're not listening. Okay. Okay. Like, create a serving size of the snack or the Girl Scout cookies and put it on, like, in a bowl or on a plate and bring it with you to the desk and eat that. And if you're hungry after that, you can go back, but you're not, like, mindlessly eating out of a bag without even realizing because I do that sometimes, and the next thing I know, I look down and the bag's empty. Please release the day in the life. I think I'm going to. Thank you so much. Um, When am I coming back to Chicago? I don't know. I, I mean, we're going to have to see, like, what's happening, but I don't know. Um... Could you do a live cooking show with dancing and music is what mom requested. I think mom wants to be on more Freckled foodie content. Mom, we can talk about that. What's your favorite thing about being in Florida? Providing Charlie with a space um, to run outside. Like he is so happy here. It's insane. He does get into a lot of trouble. He eats everything possible. Like, Today, he threw up because he ate three worms this morning without me noticing on our walk. Um, he's He tried to eat a salamander yesterday. He's eaten a dead lizard. He tried to eat a frog, snails. Like, there's just more for him to get into, which is kind of stressful, but he's so happy just running around. We, we just let him out in the backyard because it's gated, like, behind the trees, and he just has so much fun. Uh, kimchi baby. She's not getting ready for anything. She's just in a robe for some reason. Um <laughs> Light, oh, she just shouted. Light non-corona question, mountains or beach? Um, I talk about this with Joe all the time. I've always been a beach person, but I went to my friend Amy's house in Maine on the lake and I was like, am I a fucking lake person now? I don't know. My heart has to go with beach, but I also am finding a newfound love for mountains, although I will not be a skier or a snowboarder because I've only done it twice in my life. And now with my concussions, there's just no reason for me to try it again. Rom-com or horror? I absolutely despise horror movies. I hate them. I think it's weird that Lucy watches horror movies and TV shows. Personally, I just think I'm—I deal with enough stress and anxiety in my life. I don't need to handle more by watching something. Red or white wine? I love them both, but I would say overall white. Cookies or brownies? Cookies, but crispy cookies. I don't like soft cookies. What are some things that you can do to stay sane while, while social distancing? FaceTiming with friends. I did that. I've been trying to do group FaceTimes. I don't know why a lot of my friends are ignoring them, but that's been really fun for me. Um, I would say group FaceTiming. I'm I'm also really into this whole concept of learning something new during this time. I haven't figured out what mine will be, so I will greatly appreciate any feedback, like maybe a language, even though I took like 10 years of Spanish and I still don't really know Spanish. But I think that would be great. And then like having fun, doing fun games, like dancing, listening to music, remembering that you can still enjoy this really weird phase of life. Lizzie wants to see your makeup routine, Lucy, and I want her to do, that's what we're going to do. While we are together, we will do an IGTV or a vlog on Lucy's makeup routine. Fave movies and TV shows you and the fam have been watching. It is crazy. Since we got here, we have not watched one TV show or one movie. I think because it's like, feels like vacation mode because they're not working and like it's nice out and, We've been drinking a lot and playing games. I think we're kind of saving that. We keep joking, like Joe said something today, like you're all acting like we're on day 36. It's been day three. We need to chill because we're going to have to use all those things later on. So eventually we will start watching TV and movies, but I really want to watch I'm Sorry, which I think is a TV show, but it came over like everyone's top recommendation. Tips for dealing with the overall feeling of uncertainty. That is something that I really struggle with. I think something my therapist has helped me is to acknowledge that majority of the time when I go down these rabbit hole spirals of worst case scenario, that never actually happens. So she continuously tells me, statistics and odds are in your favor. All of the times you've ever told yourself these worst case scenarios, they've never ever actually happened. Shitty things have happened, but they've never been things that I've actually ever thought of happening. And so I kind of try to remind myself, yes, I can acknowledge that that would be awful, but I don't think it's a reality. That's just a story that my mind is telling myself. I also think it's really helpful to sometimes just say worst case scenario. I'll do that with Joe where he's like, what's going on? What are you thinking? And I'll literally lay it all out there. I'm like, I'm nervous that this is going to happen. And then this is going to happen. Then this, and I'll just fully explain my spiral. And once I get to the end of it, I realize how insane that sounds and how far from actual reality it probably is. So I think that's the best thing that has helped me. Uh, Oh, thank you. Portions. Everyone's I'm delayed. What are some activities I can do during quarantine and or social distancing kind of stuff I mentioned before? I also would recommend we all try to stay as active as we can during this time. I know that's hard, but you know, there's so, so many online streaming workout services now, and people are popping up every day with new options. And I think it's really important, not just for our physical health, but our mental health. I know, especially for me. Is it too hot for Charlie? We're driving down with our pups tomorrow and scared about being too hot. It's definitely hot. I'm not going to lie. It's a little too hot for me, but he has been fine. He pants a lot more here. Like he never pants like this when we're in New York City, but he's like managed and I bring him in the pool, which he does not like. I don't know if you can see these scratches on my arms. He, like, scratched me up when I brought him in yesterday. Um, He's fine once he's in there, but he freaks out when I bring him in. But I'm trying to cool him down. But I think your dogs should be fine as long, you know, you can keep them in the shade or indoors. How has meditation helped you? I I mean, the list is so long, so, so long. I think the number one thing it's given me is a peace of mind, if that makes sense, and a sense of clarity. It hasn't caused me to question, well, it's helped me not question everything. I think before, if I was making a decision on anything, whether it was big or small, I would panic and think about all these worst case scenarios kind of like I talked about. And it's made it so much easier for me to make decisions. And I mean, one is really the biggest one of quitting my job, I thought about that for a year and could never actually get around to the confidence or decision of doing it. And after my accident is when I started meditating and it just became so clear. And I was like, yeah, of course I have to quit my job, duh. Um, Does your family meditate too? Yes, my sister took the in-course, my older sister took the in-course Ziva class, which is in-person Ziva course, which is what I took. And I highly recommend with Emily Fletcher, who was a podcast guest, like a few weeks back. And my parents, actually, I'm so, so happy about this. They did the online course. And so they meditate also. Joe meditates, which I'm honestly find the sexiest thing he could ever do. And actually, the thing that my little sister wants to learn during coronavirus quarantine is how to meditate. What are my thoughts? Top five, I can't read and talk. I'm like still nervous. What are your top five favorite parts about your job? The fact that I get to make my own schedule. The fact that I am actually hopefully impacting people. The responses and messages and feedback I get is brings me to tears a lot. Um, having a microphone, because all I ever wanted to do was be a sports broadcaster with a mic, and now I have one, and I love it. The community that I've built and the people I've met, whether they're people in the Freckle Foodie community or other influencer bloggers in this space, it's been such an amazing experience and opened so many doors to people that I never knew existed. And the really cool opportunities I've had, like the really cool experiences I've had the opportunity to do and work on that I never knew existed. Courtland, hello. Favorite quality of everyone in your immediate family? Um, okay. Lucy. Lucy, what's my favorite quality about you? I love her so much. It pains me. Um, my favorite quality about Lucy is that she is just so fun to be around. She's always fun. She loves really hard and she giggles and she's, she has like a great sense of humor. Is that good? Um, Maddie is her work ethic. She is like a hard, badass boss legitimately, but she's also very humble about the whole situation. And like, I still have to ask her all the time. I'm like, how many people do you manage? This is insane. My mom is her confidence and just like, yeah, this is me. Of course, of course I do this. This is who I am. She just has no freaking like doesn't second guess herself. No shame. She is who she is and she loves it my dad is his ability to bring like a sense of structure in a way to every aspect of his life and like build a team. Does Cindy dress up for our family dinners in the house also? Or, or does the whole family? We all do. It's so weird. I hate it. Um, I'm giving them this week of their vacation, and then I'm not dressing up anymore. Mom wears literally yeah Lucy mom will show up to dinner in our house to in an outfit that I would wear to a rehearsal dinner and it has actually happened like it has been an outfit I've worn to someone's wedding rehearsal dinner and she my biggest pet peeve I love you mom is that she'll wear heels around the house and constantly step on my feet and it it gives me anxiety Any interest in starting a group of people work from home in New York City normally? Quarantine and being with people makes me miss that environment. Any interest in starting a group of people? Okay, I I kind of am confused by the question. Quarantine, like we could start a little group and people could like come on. Okay, well, everyone should join the Facebook group and I'm gonna try and maybe build more of a community out of there. Maybe we can do like Zoom calls or something and have lunch together. That's a really good idea. Okay, this is what we're going to do. Wow. Amazing. Thank you for sending in this question. I don't know your name. I can only read your handle. But maybe I'm going to think about how to make that happen. So stay tuned. Do you have any suggestions for ways to engage with friends during the quarantine outside of FaceTiming? Danny, you're the only one that's answered my group FaceTime in our chat, so I appreciate you. To everyone else, you're dead to me. Um, I think FaceTime is huge. I think that group game is a really good idea. There's that one game and I'll find it from Danny after this and I'll post it on my story, but there's one game that you can like do on your phone and virtually like tap people in and it's like a FaceTime and you're gaming and it's really fun. I think maybe more of those will become options because I think right now people are trying to create all these things because they realize we all need them. Excuse me, Hunter Burke. It may already be out there, but can you give us the info for your online meditation course? Yes, it is Emily Fletcher um, Ziva meditation. So it's all on their website. Happy hour. Yes, Danielle. Okay. So we'll do maybe like a lunch or a happy hour. And I love that Courtland and my mom are just talking now and we can definitely do a house party today. I'm actually sober. I was going to bring a drink here and have a happy hour, but Mondays are my days that I'm sober. And I have a feeling if I'm in Florida for a very long time, it's just going to be constant alcohol consumption because that's what it has been thus far. So I'm working on maintaining that. Okay, don't want this episode to be too long because I am giving everyone an episode on Friday also. So I'm going to stop here, but stay tuned. There's going to, I need to brainstorm how this is all going to work, but I think we should do a happy hour and like lunches on certain days. So just wait and there will be more information. Everyone that joined this, I love you all so much. Anyone that's listening, I love you as well. If you did both, you're a queen and I, I bow to you, um, stay tuned for lots more stuff and please stay healthy and safe. Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode of freckled foodie and friends. I thoroughly hope you enjoyed it. If you could be so kind, I would greatly appreciate a rate and or review on whatever platform you use to listen to your podcast. Currently this one's available on iTunes, Spotify, or Google play please subscribe to make sure you're up to date with new episodes coming at you every Friday morning. If once a week isn't enough of me, please follow along on my most active social channel, Instagram. Find me, my unedited videos, recipes, random rants, and info for all my other social channels on there, at Freckled Foodie.